Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas? We're back again. <laughs> Only after three a weeks? short three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a tad bit of overwhelm happening. Family things, work projects, and school. Therefore, the podcast got put aside for a few weeks. But we're back, and we have some interesting stuff to talk about today. On this podcast, we're going to head back to when we left the Smoky Mountains. Talk about some Harvest Host locations and Daytona Beach. First, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Fayolas. That's F-A-I-O-L-A-S. And you can find that on Facebook, Instagram. All the show notes for these episodes are at thefayolas.com. This one will be thefayolas.com slash 22. 22? Yeah, we're moving right along through the Double deuce. (laughs) Leaving Smoky Mountains. First of all, I'm sad. I miss the Smoky Mountains. I miss mountains in general. I know. (laughs) We've now been in Florida for a few weeks, and yeah, there's it's it's flat. And flat. I don't mind the hot. It's the humidity I'm not a fan of. Mm -hmm. I don't like it I'm going to have to deal with it for like the next six months, so. So when we left the Smoky Mountains... We drove through North Carolina and into South Carolina. We didn't stop in North Carolina. No, it was just like a, I don't know, a couple hours of driving through it. So we didn't get to claim it. Nope. Uh, We did claim South Carolina, though. We'll be going back to South Carolina to do, like, other things because we really didn't. I mean, we visited some farms and we did enough to claim the state, but. But there's there's a national park there that we have to do. We, we have some national parks here we There's need to three. look at. Yeah. Are there any by where we're They're at They're all now? in this very south, like oh, okay. um, the Everglades, Biscayne, and then Dry Tortugas. Dry Tortugas is in the Keys. So we had five days to get from the Smoky Mountains to Daytona. Yeah. Which, <laughs> and it's nine it, hours. Yeah, equaled like nine hours of driving, so... So we decided to spend some time in some Harvest Host locations and just take our time getting down, which was cool because we were only driving a couple hours. But what's what's interesting is um, I think it actually ended up hurting us more than helping us. I mean, I was happy to do the Harvest Host, but I feel like when we finally got to our destination, it was like we were just like overwhelmed. And that's really what started off this <laughs> three weeks of yeah. <laughs> no podcast. For some um, reason, it was extra easy to just say tomorrow, tomorrow, next week, next week. Yeah. And to be honest, like while it was a little bit of driving, it still wasn't easy to put up all our podcasting stuff because we're driving and we had five days of that, like yeah. moving, moving locations. So because we had those five days, we ended up spending some time in some Harvest Host locations, which was good because we've had that membership for a year and we've only used it a couple of times while we do enjoy it, and yeah. we'll continue getting it. Um, use, I mean, we'll continue paying it each each year. Um, the last year we hadn't used it that much, so it was cool to get a a few locations in. I feel like um, 
We kind of just use it out of necessity. Mm-hmm. I do think so. Where and some people like people like you know, I want to. I guess I'll generalize like retirees. You know, people that enjoy wineries more than you know farms and stuff. They seek out those places mm-hmm. to try different stuff and golf, like the golf side. And I think we use it more of a getting from point A to point B and yeah. the, and there. And when and we overnight. were out, yeah. And when we were out west, we were able to boondock a lot and stay. Mm-hmm. We don't. Okay, so we're the type of traveling that we do. We don't like one night stays. Yeah, we barely like one week stays. <laughs> like our sweet spot is two plus weeks. We really like to stay like three to a month in a, a certain area. Um, but two weeks is like like our bare minimum of what we like to do. So staying one night is rough. But yeah. that being said, I really enjoyed the Harvest House that we stayed at. And it was really cool to um, visit some fun farms. And Yeah, we definitely got some good ones. Yeah, so let's talk about them. So let's start from the beginning. Bowers Farm. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Sarah and Brandon own this home, yep. this farm. And they actually have, um, not only is it a harvest house location, but it's they have an Airbnb there, I guess. So that's what oh, she I was telling us. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think that's how it started, and then they got into the harvest host program. And they're they're relatively new to the harvest host program, and uh, they said they've been very busy with it. So that's good. Yeah, very good. The farm is located on... Brandon's family's land, and that's been in his family for, I think, 75 years, the website says. And oh. she knew, or she's new to farming. Yeah. But we didn't meet Brandon, right? You guys didn't No, he was, to- they had like this, um, he manages a different farm, and they had like a fall festival, so he's been swamped. Okay. I did see him, like, wait, you know, exchange waves a couple times, but that's it. He was gone and early and home late. But we did meet Sarah, and she gave us a tour. She gave the kids and Tony. I actually had to work during that time. Uh, but th- you guys got a tour, right? Mm-hmm. Was that it fun? Was su- yes, it was super fun. What are some of the things that you saw there? Meat birds, which were chickens that were pretty much babies. Um, yeah, they had chickens. meat and egg-producing chickens, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then they had ducks, which were Egg ducks. And she actually said that egg ducks are better for cake. Yeah. <laughs> duck yeah, eggs. Duck eggs are better for baking. Not egg ducks. Egg- that is so cute. You remember that, Lexi? That was yep. four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> they had turkeys. Remember a few different times I saw the turkeys flocking across the yard? <laughs> yeah, was- when you walk by the fence, they follow you. Yeah, they're cute. And uh, one actually was out when we were just, like, walking around the day before. And yeah. Kyla was so scared. Well, the girls thought that the lone turkey was chasing them, but I don't think it was. I didn't. They have cows, sheep. Did they have sheep? Yeah. Did you guys get to see any sheep? Yeah, they uh, lammy. lammy. Oh. Like Bambi. Oh, that lammy. was his name? Mm-hmm. Lammy. So, I didn't see this. Did they, did they eat they it? Or no. I don't think so. Okay, because they but named it. Then. They didn't... Um, they don't name their animals that they eat, right? I doubt it. I think that's pretty much a rule of thumb at a farm. <laughs> they, but I, I didn't really know, hear much about what they did with the sheep and goats. 
Did you see the goats? I was going to ask that too. Supposedly they the have goats? goats. Their website said goats, but yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. They were them. all, but they the goats and sheep really didn't come up to the fence like all the other animals did. Yeah, there was a, also like a younger cow that we saw up yeah. by the fence. He was like a baby almost. Did you see any rabbit? Oh yes, yes, lots, lots of rabbits. But one rabbit was a, was in a separate cage. Yeah, she said um, that one had escaped. So they just grabbed it and put it in a different cage for now. They're going to put it back. And the rabbits, what lived with the rabbits in their hens? hens? Yeah. Oh. And she actually laid a baby. There's like babies. She laid eggs in the rabbit cage, which is pretty huge, I think, like for a rabbit cage. And um, all the eggs hatched in there, and then they just hang out in there. And now they're fully grown, the the chicks are fully grown. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. And she just let them uh, yeah. stay in there? Yeah, they all get along, so. They had pigs? Very, right? very muddy pigs. We actually saw a mud hole, and I, I saw one laying in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he actually got out of it, and he was super muddy. Mm-hmm. She also offered us a second night, which was really cool. So yep. if you want to stay an extra night, you can pay to stay an extra night there. Um, they also have electricity and water if you want to um, pay for that. We didn't need that, so we didn't stay in one of those spots. But Yeah, and it's, their layout is very spacious. So we Yeah, a, we didn't have any issues getting in or nope. out. We also bought um, a filet, which we ended up eating, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, very small. Well, yes, it was a filet. So. It, was a lot, it was the only one they had because we were hoping for a couple steaks, mm-hmm. but they were out. We got bacon. So we only got the one steak. We cooked it and we all shared it. <laughs> um, and it was it was really good, though. It was melt-in-your-mouth good. Yeah. Um, however, the bacon, I wasn't as big of a fan. It was good, but it just wasn't as... Um, flavorful. Flavorful, which is... Why would that be? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's yeah. fresh pig meat. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still good. I thought it was fine. But the filet, top-notch. Yes, for sure. Very delicious. Like, Lexi and I... We were just playing it, and Dad w- w- wanted us to try it. We are like, no, and then we try it, and we are like, can I have a second piece? <laughs> All right, next one we stayed at. We stayed there for two nights, and then we went to Heard It Here. Yeah, what was that, a couple hours away? Mm-hmm. It was like I a couple so. hours like south of Bowers Farm. Yep, and again, we'll have links to all of these Harvest Host locations on our website um, at thefeolas.com slash 22. 22. So heard it here. Heard it here was Bill. Bill the farmer, right, Lex? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and we didn't get to meet his wife. She was out of town. And they have a ton of animals. They do farm tours, which we did get a farm tour, which was so fun. Yep. What kind of animal animals do they have? Llamas. One full They do not uh, have llamas. I mean, alpacas, <laughs> which are so adorable and funny looking. Yes, they had little poofy heads. What else do they have, Lex? Chickens that look like they have shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Silkies, yeah. It was funny. We were a little ways away from the chickens, and Lexi's like, uh, Mom, they have shoes on. And I'm like, I can't see that far away. So I was like, oh, whatever, Lex. But then we got up close, and I'm like, oh, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they really yeah, do look legs, like. <laughs> yeah, their legs are feathered all the way down. They're super, super They cute. have a paint. Was it a paint horse? I don't know. I think so, maybe. It looked very like a paint. And then they had that was mini. Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cherokee is the big paint horse 
We're just going to call it a pink paint. <laughs> um, so that was Cherokee. Then there was a mini pony paint. Yes, and what was his name? Tilly. Yep. It was a her. Yeah. And then, Lexi, what else did they have? A donkey. Yep, mini donkey. Do you remember his name? Eddie. And, and they were, like, best friends. They were super cute. They actually shared a pen. Tilly or Eddie went in a different cage. They actually follow, followed Yeah, each they were, other. like, following each other throughout the, throughout <laughs> the barn. And it was super cool because at night, after the tour and after we, like, checked out the shop and stuff, uh, he actually let the horse, the mini horse and the donkey, come out into the pasture. And the grown-up Which is horse. where... Yes, which is where we were staying. Yeah, the pasture is also your campsite. Yes, so it was really cool. We're sitting here in our house, and all of a sudden there's a horse out our window. which was Like staring in our window wanting some carrots. Yeah. (laughs) And we could barely see Eddie because, you know, he's he's a black donkey, and it's nighttime. And when we first got here, we were like, why is there so much horse poop? We're in our campsite. I don't think it was quite that bad, but so they also have pygmy and fainting goats, <laughs> and they were really fun, right? Lex mm-hmm. got a couple that were super sweet to her. Yeah, the fainting goats were kind of small, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't want to tell that story. No, go ahead, tell the story. I know you want to tell it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one fainting goat was pooping, and one. Knocked it, or like headbutted it, and <laughs> it fell over and it fainted. It fainted, and then it started pooping again. It just continued pooping <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so he explained to us that they don't actually fall asleep. Yeah, they don't faint. That it just looks like they do. Their muscles like freeze up, right? And yeah. then they just kind of fall over. Um, but they're. Their body continues doing, like, yeah. it'll it'll continue eating if it's eating. Something with their nerves and muscles, and they basically freeze in place. And everything else still functions, but. Yeah, they still, just, they eat laying sideways, and then once their body releases, they just go back to town, yeah, <laughs> eating. But Bill was super nice. He gave us a tour of the entire place. We got to meet all the animals. They do not eat any animals there. No, they're all, or he said they're meat. all, like. They, he said that they're all like pets, kind of. He has he has people come in there, and he uh, teaches people about the animals. He also takes the animals to schools um, and like hospitals. I think he said. So that was kind of cool. And the dogs are super nice. They're cute too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got some guardian dogs there. One was named Tank, and he definitely a Tank. One alpaca was named. What was the baby's name again? Dennis. Dennis. Oh, yeah. He was super cute. He couldn't even put his head over the fence. Yeah. He was little and his face was small. It was so And he was born there, right? Yep, he was born there. That's one thing we need to talk about because the alpacas are like... The main thing. The stars of the show. And they're... How many do they have? Like 10? I think so. I don't remember how many. I think they had like 20. No. No. It was around 10. But we learned a lot about alpacas on the tour. Mm-hmm. And one white alpaca, there's two white alpacas, and one of them was actually pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
What's the one's name? Gidget? Mm-hmm. That's like their main mascot. Yeah. yeah. I, was that their sassy. first one? Um, I don't think it was his first one. I think he said that's just the one that kind of steals the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were all super cute. There's Alpacas one named Sassy, and she was super nice, yeah. too. Yeah, and there was one, Lucy. Lucy was brown, because I remember when we were in the shop, there was a scarf in there, and he said that was Lucy's scarf. <laughs> and that's another cool thing is um, they do sell products made from the alpaca fiber. Yes. Not all theirs, some theirs, and then they have, like, for instance, the girls bought some socks with their own money um, made from... Alpaca fiber, but mm-hmm. they were from other alpacas, not Bill's. And Do you have those on right now, Kylie? No, oh. I just put them away in my drawer. <laughs> because they had, two, I think, two holes in them. Because she's worn them every single day. They already have a hole in them? Yeah. <laughs> Kylie, she has worn them like every single day for a few weeks. Are they real holes? or? Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, a couple of holes are like kind of padded in, like the fur is kind of lost, like <laughs> holes. <laughs> You'll have to get those holes fixed. <laughs> I can't believe you have holes in a market. Yeah, she literally will wear them every single day. She takes them off, like if we're leaving, uh, and then puts them back. On. She only wears them at home, is what I'm saying. She doesn't wear them in like shoes to go somewhere. She only wears them at home. I wear them in my Crocs though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not my tennis shoes, though. My so those. funny. And the ba- we saw two baby silky hair chickens. They uh. were so cute. <laughs> they were. Did you get to hold the chicken or just pet it? Uh, just pet it. Okay. Did any, did any of you guys hold it? No, I didn't. Did you hold it? Nope. I just pet it. The babies were so cute, and and their legs looked like super big because of like the feathers on them. Because they're baby silky hair. And then after um, heard it here, we moved to Georgia. Yep, we went to. It's near Savannah. It's called Richmond Hills, and uh, it was Debolation Brewing Company. And that was really cool. That place. Yep. Has a, I mean, it's kind of a tight fit, but it wasn't an issue getting in. We were one of the first RVs there, so I'm, I'm assuming that if you were like the last RV there, it might be a little tighter. Yeah, by the, by the end of that night, uh, I think there was close to ten RVs there. Mm-hmm. It was very nice though. They were, they're very nice company. Yep. Um, and it was quiet. I mean, it wasn't too loud. There is a highway right behind you, but Plus, I didn't. We were hear there it. on a Saturday. Yeah, I didn't hear it. And, and they it had was like fun. a little event going. They had some. Somebody had some like craft tables set up and they had some live music. We went in as a family. We went in, got some snacks and tried some of their beer. Not me. The girls didn't Lexi really like the beer that mom. much. <laughs> I didn't even try it. Neither did Lexi or mom. And then we played some games, right? Or a yes. game. What did we play? Battleship. It could be our Thanksgiving game. <laughs> it was fun, wasn't it? It was a fun game. We'll have yeah. to get that. Um, it was their first time playing Battleship, and we loved it. At first, they were a it's, little it's weirded more, out by it, but it's more fun when you win, right, Kylie? Yeah, they were losing. Lexi and I were winning the whole time, and then Kylie and Tone Dad came ba- back. We sunk your battleship, yeah. all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it was three. We were three ships down, and we came back sink all five but that's fun i mean it, it's a good time there they had board game all kinds of board games there mm-hmm. i think they even had yahtzee probably 
they had some good craft beers. Although I'm not as adventurous as I used to be with craft beer and stuff. Um, I kind of tried to pick out like the most unique ones they had there and they were pretty good. Like blueberry beer or pickle beer. Yeah, they had a blueberry ale. They had a um, a spicy garlic pickle, which was interesting. I mean, I had, I don't know how big it was, like a, maybe an eight ounce. I bought a flight of four beers. And um, that one, it's probably all I could drink was that one just because. <laughs> you wouldn't drink but the blueberry that one full? was good. I don't think I would get like six of those. <laughs> But, it's funny you say you're not a craft beer person because it seems like you like to buy craft beer and only have one or two of them and leave the others in my refrigerator for exactly ever. <laughs> but the problem is a lot of times you just can't buy most places. You just can't buy one. You yeah. buy six. So why don't you drink all six then instead of drinking five? Well, I have <laughs> the last one I bought. I bought the, um, what was it? Huckleberry beer. Yeah, I had true. a couple and then I, Gave them away. <laughs> then I shared it. <laughs> yeah, I know there's been a few craft places we went to where they'll sell, you can pick whatever six beers you want. Yeah. That's kind of cool because yeah. then you don't have to have the same six. Yep. But then after we did that, dad went to go see his friend. So let's. Yep, I went to dinner with a friend from Lexi, Michigan who moved to Savannah. And then Lexi, me, and mom. Got to stay home and have a girls' night. Yes. We overcooked some mozzarella sticks <laughs> by like um, 12 minutes. <laughs> and we ate hot chocolate. We sat outside for a minute. But drank it hot was, chocolate. Dr- drank hot chocolate. And we sat outside for a few minutes, but then it started to get mosquito. Yeah, as soon as I saw the first mosquitoes, I'm like, out. Pack <laughs> it up. <laughs> I'm terrified of mosquitoes. They're like my... I have like nine on my arms right now. <laughs> and we came inside and played Switch for the night until Dad got home. It was fun. So after we left uh, Georgia, we le- we drove into Florida. And I was so excited because we planned it perfectly for lunch. Yep. <laughs> and we got Chewies. We were so excited to get back to a Chewies. Three out of four of us love it. Yes. And we have been on the west side of the state for like a year country west side of the country yes for like a year and they have no chewies over there which is kind of ridiculous yeah get on it chewies <laughs> so we were happy to get back into florida since then we've now had it twice <laughs> yep yeah we had it on our way through jacksonville on our way to daytona and then we had it in orlando as well yeah so good uh but yeah daytona well, the first night, we got there a night early, so we stayed just at a Cracker Barrel. Um, but we did hang out at the beach for a little bit, which was awesome. We drove the RV down there and parked on the side of the road and got to see the beach for the first time in a Yeah, that was like year, uh, two years. Yeah, it was nice to see the beach again, smell mm-hmm. the salt. I was yep. so, it's, it was cool because it was the first day we got into Florida, and I was just really excited. Like, this is what we're here for, the ocean. Yeah. This is it was cool, yeah. It was cool seeing the, the ocean again and the waves and the smell. Total opposite from spending so much time in the desert. <laughs> the ocean makes up for uh, the humidity, maybe. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> but Daytona, let's talk about Daytona because I, I really enjoy Daytona. We've been there before, Tony and I, before um, we had kids. Mm-hmm. 
and we loved it. And so we got to come back again with the girls. And I think one of the coolest things about it, and it's just kind of silly, but I like that you can drive out onto the beach. Um, it's I, it's yeah, really I silly mean, to say that because, like, what does it matter? But I just think it's fun to have your Jeep out there and then on the beach and you can put your towel. and. Yeah, I, I prefer that. And there's not a lot of places that you can do that. You know, there's some spots in Texas and not really in Michigan at all, other than a couple few spots that we found. Um, Which, man, I wish we had our Jeep then. I know. Because <laughs> we would have had some fun. But, yeah, and there's something special about Daytona Beach in general because it's the world's most famous beach or something like that. I didn't know that. It's, I think that's what they claim. Oh. Or the world famous Daytona Beach. So the first few days we were there, it was perfect. The weather was great. We got to spend some time on the beach. We took we went to Flag, Flagler mm-hmm. Beach um, and hung out with the dogs because that's a dog beach. Yep. And then we also went to Daytona Beach a couple times, which is not a dog beach. One time we did take our dogs, but <laughs> they stayed in the jeep because <laughs> we weren't we didn't swim or anything. Yeah, we just we went there just... to take pictures. I think we went there like because after five o'clock you don't have to pay to go out onto the beach through the beach ramp. So we just went out. We just turned around, the, turned the corner, and parked right there, and just hung out. I think we went with the girls to take pictures of their costumes. Yeah. And then uh, we actually forgot we couldn't have dogs out there. <laughs> we yeah, we had. We just take it. We pretty much just are in the habit of taking our dogs everywhere. So it we was, just drove. Yeah, and there wasn't anyone there when we went through the gate to tell us no. So we got out there, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, we're not supposed to have our dogs as they're like running around." So we put them back in. Um, but we we had clothes under our costume, so we took our costumes off, and we kind of pulled up our pants so we could go play in the water for a couple of minutes. We also, while we were out there, we had a Jeep pull up and talk to us about a fun rally that they have in Daytona. I think it's in April. Yep. Called Jeep Beach. Yep. If you go to jeepbeach.com, you can check it out. Yeah, which looks really cool. We're going to try to do it this year. It's it's at the end of April, April 25th to May 1st. So we'll have to see if we can do it or not. And they have like all, yeah, if you look it up on their website, they have all kinds of events in Daytona Speedway too, like in the infield. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be fun to do it. We just have to, I mean, we will have to buy it too. um, But at the same time, we just have to see if we can still be here because that's kind of hot. (laughs) It's getting hotter. (laughs) So we'll have to see if we're still in Florida. But yeah, if we can make it work, it sounds like a pretty epic event. Yeah, fun. Uh, We did do some Jeep stuff though while we were in that area, Daytona area. We did a badge of honor. Yep, Florida's only jeep badge of honor trail it's in ocala national forest so i think it took us about an hour from our spot in daytona beach and uh drove out spent a couple two three hours driving around on the trails yeah there's nothing too hard yeah it's pretty mild it was flat kind of some of the trails were kind of tight yeah but it was still really cool and i'm glad we did it i mean it yeah we we actually got more than a badge of honor we've got our Florida pinstripes. Yeah. I didn't even look at the Jeep. Is there some? No, it wasn't bad, oh. but there's several trails that we went down. And that, if you look at the, if you're in the Jeep Badge of Honor program, if you look at the reviews of the trail, almost everybody says something about that. <laughs> we stopped on the way home at an ice cream place. Oh, yeah. That was so good. All homemade ice cream and toppings and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember the name of that place? 
if we remember it, we'll tag it and we'll link it in the show notes. It was good. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. They make all their own homemade um, fudge and everything, she yeah. said. He. Oh, yeah, he said, but she makes it. <laughs> so I was kind of saying both. And then we did get to spend Halloween there. And this was cool because last year for Halloween, it was during COVID, and we did not get to do anything like trick-or-treating or anything. Um, the girls got to put their costumes on, and we went into Arches and took some pictures, which was fun. Uh, and then this year, we got to take some pictures in their costumes at the ocean, which I thought was cool. And we also got to do two Halloween parties. We did not do trick-or-treating. but We they, did trunk-or-treat. Yeah, we did, we did do trunk-or-treat. Yeah, we um, did trunk-or-treat. Uh, Daytona Beach City Hall mm-hmm. had a Halloween little activity festival, I guess. And the girls did trunk-or-treat there. And got a lot of candy. Got some candy. And then um, we got to see but all, all of the cool it was costumes. like taffy kind, and I can't have that because of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, they also had a costume party there. Kylie ended up winning, which was really cool. Yep. <laughs> she, she got second place in her age group out of yep. like, you know, 12 or 14 people. Mm-hmm. And then it was really cool because a couple of days later, the campground had a um, Halloween party and they had a costume party. Costume contest. Costume contest. And it was like kids and then adults. And Lexi ended up winning in that. So it was really cool. Both of us got to win. Yeah, it was cool. Both of you got to win. It was cool that like um, at the kids costume, there was three winners at the at the campground. Yep. Not, it wasn't cool that you didn't get to win again, Kylie. But at the same time, it was neat because then, then it was fair for both of you. You both got to win once, which I thought was cool. What'd you win? What'd you win, Lex? I I won ice cream, and I couldn't pick it out, and I picked dibs. Lexi shared them with us, and they're actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you win, Kylie? I won a gift card for a, like, different flavored chocolates. At a chocolate shop Mm -hmm. in Daytona Beach. They were super good. Yeah, like all different flavors. Yeah, it's like all homemade chocolate and candies and And there we actually saw the one of the people there making raspberry chocolate. And then once we picked our thing out and we started trying them, we actually found the raspberry chocolate. Yep, the raspberry oh, filled so one. Oh, you so you got to try the chocolate that the guy was... That we saw make, the guy making. Mm-hmm. We'll link that place in the show notes. Mm-hmm. That was a really good place. Yeah, and Lexi bought little white chocolate ghost things. Oh, yeah, they those were, were good, good, too. Yeah, yeah, white chocolate is my favorite. Where'd we stay? We stayed at the Encore Park there. Do you remember the name of it? Um, Sunshine Holiday Daytona. Yes, and that was a nice place. Yeah. I liked the way it was laid out. I liked that. Was it the playground with the, with yep. the train? Yep. You guys had a whole bunch of friends. Yeah, we were mm-hmm. right by the playground, so the girls got to play over there all the time. And our friends were... Like, always over at the playground, so we always got to play with them. Yes. Yeah, it was funny, too. We On the um, the Halloween party, we walked in there as a family, and, like, Tony and I didn't know anybody. And so we were like, okay, we'll just sit over here at this table. And we sit down, and the girls, like, go running off to play with their friends. And I'm like, oh, so... <laughs> that time now where we don't know anybody and our kids know we're like the old people (laughs) 
But it was fun. They had live music at the Halloween mm-hmm. party, and they had food and desserts and stuff. It was a good time. So the campground, that campground was really clean, mm-hmm. really nice people. Um, the way it's laid out, it's two big circles, um, and then there's, like, multiple roads in the circle. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like that. Normally, like, um, it's really kind of confusing how the parks are set up, and I thought that was really simple. You just go in and go around. I say that, but then everybody else seemed to have major problems going the wrong way. We saw some crunched up RVs while we were there. Yeah, an RV decided to just go like full speed around a tree, even though that should have been the only thing he was looking at. Yeah, <laughs> he had it. Um, but it was it was cool. And um, I, I mean, I'm not an RV driver. Tony does all the RV driving, but... Like, I looked at the map before we got there, and I could see right away, okay, we're going to go around, we're going to go down any of the little spokes to the end, and then we're going to go around. It looked pretty simple to me, but, uh, so I liked the way it was laid out. Yeah, I liked it. And they have a pool, and they have a hot tub, right? No hot tub. Oh, just a pool. Yep, they had okay. a pool, which we we only went to once. Yeah, I didn't get to go either. We did have a little bit of bad weather while we were there. Like, we had a couple crazy storms. We had one storm that knocked the power out for about 12 hours. Yes, and water. And the water, yep. Because (laughs) we didn't fill up our water, so we had no water, which was fun. Yeah. The one time I don't have fresh water in my water tank, (laughs) we run out, and the water's off in the park for, I don't know, maybe like 12 hours, too. Yeah. It was cool, though. I liked that park a lot. I think if we go back and to Daytona, we could go yeah, there. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes from the beach. Who doesn't love new gear or fun gadgets? Let us share with you what's new to us. And loved. In the RV, our Jeep, and our new tech. Today, we're going to talk about the Drive Reach RV WeBoost. Yeah, I think we've had it about... month and a half, two months. Yeah, we bought it in Wyoming. <laughs> it's so funny. Which would have been... A while ago. Three months ago? Two and a half months ago? It's so funny to me. <laughs> Our lifestyle, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and so, so we, we have spent some... We have spent some hours on it, I think. Yeah. I think I can honestly say that it's worth it. Yeah. If you have about one bar, we have, so just to be clear, we have the one that is stationary or permanent on the RV. Yep. So the reason why we did this is we didn't want to have to put it up each time we get somewhere. We like to be very like easy, simple, simple putting things up. We have like, I mean, eventually we're going to have a little bit more stuff to put outside, like a tent and some twinkle lights and all of that. Hopefully that's my goal here soon. Uh, but right now we have, it's pretty simple. We have the grill, we have a couple chairs and that's about it. Um, take our bikes off and we're set up. I mean, we have an art, we have a class A, so we just pull in, put out sides <laughs> and <Yep>. we're done <laughs> and, and it's, it's easy. So we did not want to have the, um, that extra step. We just have a permanent one, uh, and it's less work like storing it and all of that. So we don't know necessarily, like that one's probably a little bit better than the one we have, yeah, I would the, assume. It's, but the the biggest difference between like the one up, the one that we were kind of looking at first, it's um, unidirectional. 
Mm-hmm. So you have to point it. You do. You have to have, I think they use an app, I'm assuming, or something. You have to set it up on your flagpole, let's say. And then you have to find the tower that you're getting you know, a signal from. You turn it from. around, yeah. Yeah. Where this one is unit or multi-directional, I guess. Multi-directional. And it can pick up a tower, you know, from different directions without messing with it. It's just not as powerful. Yeah. Um, however, we've, I mean, we've been pretty happy with it. If we have one bar, we'll have three bars. Yeah. Um, so it gains about one to two bars yeah. pretty much wherever we're at. Like, for example, when we first got it, I had the flagpole for my flag that I wasn't using at the time. So I actually set it up that way. I just zip tied it to the top of the flagpole where we had pretty weak signal. I think we were at like one bar at our spot and it boosted it to three to three. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's to the point where, um, like where we have, where we have it inside the house, the plug area is being shared with like some other stuff and I must've unplugged it for something. I don't know why, but plug in my switch or something. (laughs) And, uh, we noticed it. I was like, why is our phones not working? <laughs> like nothing's working right. Um, and then we realized that it was that. So um, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm glad we purchased it. It is more expensive. We bought it on Amazon and we paid four ninety nine, I think, um, for it. Which the other one I think is between seven and 800 bucks. Right? I think it's 700. Yeah. yeah. So um, between the two, I'm happy that we got the one we got. Um, do I think it's worth $500? It depends on how much you need that signal. Yeah. Uh, when we first got it, we only had one bar and we've been in a couple spots where we've only had like one bar. We, it's, we actually probably should have bought it like the beginning of this year mm-hmm. when we were getting ready to do all the boondocking. Cause now we're going to be, you know, kind of in Florida and more yeah. populated areas, which I don't know that we'll really need it as much now, but we have it. So that's good. Yep. Yep. And you can always unplug it. Like, so what I've read is if you have really good signals, sometimes it can actually hurt you Yeah. somehow. Um, so you can just unplug it if it's becoming a problem. But um, so far it hasn't bothered us, I don't think. Yeah, I think what they call it is like some sort of like a signal loop or something like that where it picks itself up and then it causes issues. Yeah. And so far we have not had that issue. No. Um, what's really funny is in, and when we were in Orlando, actually when we stayed in Orlando, um, we had no signal there, like barely any signal. Yeah. So it came in handy there. Yeah. And that, I mean, you think technically we, we weren't in Orlando. We were like Claremont area. Yeah, we were at the Thousand but Trails. But at Thousand Trails Orlando, but the signal was not great. Mm-mm. But with that, it helped. Yep. So, yes, we highly recommend it. Yeah, especially if you're going to be doing a lot of boondocking or staying in more rural areas, rural campgrounds even. Definitely a, a bonus to have that, especially if you're working. Mm-hmm. You know, we've met RV, full-time RVers that just travel. They don't work, so they don't really care to be off-grid for a week. Which would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're on the fence for getting it, I mean, I would I would recommend it. We will probably give you another update in, you know, a year from now and see if it's worth the price because it is very expensive. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know why they're that expensive. And there's, it's not the only signal booster out there. I've seen plenty of other RVers with other setups. Um, so, I mean, you know, if that's not in your budget and you need, have to have something, maybe look at a cheaper option just to get something. But. Yeah. 
I'm glad we did it because uh, it has saved us in a couple spots, but it's probably only saved us in maybe two or three spots. So I don't know quite yet if it's worth the $500 that we spent, yeah. <laughs> but I think that it will be eventually, especially next year. We plan on spending some time out West again, and I think it'll be good. I think that's a wrap for this episode of Off the Beaten Path But Not Lost. Just to wrap it up, we utilized our Harvest Host membership quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited we did that. Over too. the course of one week, we probably, you know, as far as c- campground versus harvest host, we probably made our money back mm-hmm. plus some. Yep. Stayed at some cool spots. So if, if that's another thing, if that's if you're wondering if it's worth it, um, they're always adding stuff to that. So yeah, places I get to like stay. emails with like 50 new spots like every week or something. And then if you combine it with Boondockers Welcome, which we really haven't used yet. We've almost used it, but didn't have to. Um, that's like a whole other, you know, hundreds of places to stay. Yeah, the thing about that, too, is I'm glad we did that because it, I mean, I think our membership is coming up here soon to renew. And it just makes me feel better about renewing a membership because before that, we'd probably already used it, only used it twice. Yeah. Uh, not that I didn't like it. It's just that it just wasn't falling into our our travel plans. So it was really nice to use it that much. It's something that I plan to continue because our, your price does not change. So if you have harvest host currently, I've read in their emails, this could change obviously (laughs) that they will not increase your cost. Um, so it doesn't matter how much they add, even after they added the boondocker welcome and all of that, um, your price won't change. So we we don't plan on ending our membership anytime soon because I feel like we will use it. It also makes up like here in Florida, for example, we have a lot of thousand trails and encore parks planned, but there might be some cases, there is some cases so far where we have like one or two days where we don't have a reservation. So this will be helpful for that because there's a lot of harvest host locations in Florida. They're very, it's very nice to have those for the in-betweeners. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And one of my favorite things about it is it's a homeschool day, especially when we do like a tour, you know, a farm or a museum or something like that. Yeah. We've done sheep farms. We've done, you know, regular hobby farms. We've done, um, you know, the, what is that called? Agra tourist. Agra tourism. Tourism farms. Uh, so that's really cool. I'm really excited to maybe add in, Uh, some new things for the kids to check out as well. Yep. Well, that'll wrap it up. Yep. We'll see you next week. We promise. (laughs) (laughs) Where we will talk about Orlando and where we are at right now. Hasta la vista. If you've made it this far, you've got to hear the bloopers. If you need to shut the game off, shut the game off. I need to shut the game off. Uh, what, neurog- neurology? I'll just cut that part out. Yep. <laughs> Dad, next time you go to the store, you have to buy a bag of chips. <gasps> you could buy it before, while you, uh, search for it for a, with a, uh, when you go to Costco. Can we just take a pause here and say that you should be shaving soon? <laughs> I just know I'm looking at you sitting across and you are getting quite hairy. <laughs> what do, you, do you just get an urge to let it grow out sometimes? No. <laughs> or you just haven't watched it? I just, just go every few weeks and I'll shave it. Wow.
Oops. 